Hi, I'm Marilyn and welcome to my Lead Your Day show. Casual chats, interviews with inspiring people and lots of teaching with an inside out approach to not just building your own business, but being the leader your world is absolutely a craving to follow. In a nutshell, I teach entrepreneurs to lead and that starts with leading your day. before we start the next episode, I just want to tell you about my next free open workshop. If you're not already registered, it's not too late, but you've got to do it today. This time it's on productivity. Well, more specifically, it's called the Productivity Cure. And uh, well, the subtitle for that is how to rise from frustrated to focus, because I know how distracting it is, how hard it is to focus during lockdown trying to juggle everything that we need to do and still grow our business during this period. So if you are worried about the recession or you're distracted by the lockdown and everything, all the extra things we've got to do, or you don't have clarity about what to do next, come and join my next open workshop. Check in the show notes or go directly to my website, marilyn.com, and you'll see how you can register. I'll see you there. All this month, I'm focusing on productivity, but not the usual time management training that we've probably heard a lot, like smart goals and that kind of thing. It's about a productivity cure and a different way of looking at our time from an inside out approach, especially as entrepreneurs, especially as entrepreneurial uh, women. And so today I thought I'd share something that I discovered only just a few hours ago. You see, I've uncovered one of the biggest obstacles to my own productivity, and uh, I was actually quite surprised, and I thought I'd share it. I'm probably going to be a little bit vulnerable here, but I thought it'd be a good thing to share because some of you might be able to relate to this. Now, I don't know if you did this trick growing up, but when I had something at school that I didn't want to go to that day, and Quite frankly, it was usually something to do with standing up the front of the room and uh, talking or sharing, which is very interesting because now I absolutely love that. But uh, if there was something that I, uh, well, maybe I had an assignment that wasn't quite finished, but if I didn't want to go to school, I knew the only way I could get out of it was being sick. After all, my mum was a nurse, so you you couldn't get away with much at all. But I discovered that if I took the thermometer and put it under hot, warm water, <laughs> my temperature would show that, uh, well, I really am sick. Now, as a mum, I know that mum probably knew what I was doing. But as a kid, I thought, great, I can get away with it if I'm sick. And uh, recently, well, not recently, probably the last few years, I've been very aware of the biggest obstacle to my productivity is me getting sick. I get a headache, I get tired, I might get uh, all sorts of ailments and think, oh, I better, better stop working, I'm feeling sick. Okay, so put that aside for a second. I also have a daily practice and I'm not always that good with it daily, let's admit, but I am picking up now because I'm sick of this sickness all the time. And it's where I basically scan for prison guards, which is those things that those obstacles, those things that are stopping us uh, doing what we'd like to do or that are blocks to us. 
It's a practice I learned from Dr. Valerie Rain in, in the work with the patriarchy stress disorder. And so this morning, the first thing I did was grab a coffee, I grabbed my leave my day notebook and I I just scanned, scanned my body for where was that obstacle and asked my, I guess, inner wisdom, what's causing this? Why am I sick? And I realized that if I'm sick, I have a valid excuse not to fail and not to show up. There was a phase of my life when I was about seven or eight where we thought I had celiac disease and I went through all the testing and uh, it never actually came out positive. But I was very, very ill for about 12 months. And I can remember that got me a lot of love and attention as well. So you can see a pattern here. Uh, if I got sick, I got out of things I didn't want to do. It would give me an excuse for to not failing, but it also would give me the love and attention that I need. And also my mother, and a lot of people do this, is she, but mum connected with us through her illnesses. And the conversation on the phone or when we saw her was, Always a comparison of what, what sicknesses she had, what the doctor said, what she was doing. And at the time, I was always quite frustrated about it. Now I understand that it was her way of connecting and her way of um, getting love and getting attention. And so I grew up with this. And so I, I, I was trained very diligently that sickness equals attention and it equals an escape. So I wrote down in my book, Four things that sickness achieves for me. Number one, and this is quite eye-opening, it became a twisted form of self-care for me. And number two, it became an excuse for potential failure or judgment of others. If I was sick, I you know, suddenly we feel better about the fact that I might fail or I might not come up to scratch, which ultimately I really never do. And number three, it was a route to intimacy with my mum, very subconsciously, didn't, wasn't aware of it until now. And number four, actually, before I say number four, I want to tell you something. When I first wrote it down, I thought, oh, okay. But then when I dug deeper as to the why, something else came. And this is what happened. What it was when I dug deeper was, and this is the biggest lesson I've had in, in months probably about productivity, is that sickness gave me a way out of overwhelm. Now, overwhelm is one thing that saps our strengths. It's, it's one of those diseases that affects just society in general, but particularly women business owners. We use that word a lot, I feel overwhelmed. And it's like, for me, a fuse blowing or like a, a lid blowing off a pressure cooker or or even just when you leave the pasta on for too long or the eggs boiling and the, the, the lid just blows off. And I realized then that doing the daily practice of checking in, whether that's meditation, whether that's breathing, whether that's just going for a walk, it's self-awareness around where my nervous system is at and then doing what I need to bring it back to that parasympathetic state of being calm and composed. That's what will stop the overwhelm. But what was happening was that my system was getting so wound up, even if I wasn't consciously aware of stress, my sympathetic system would go into either fright, flight or freeze. But I didn't see it that way. I just got sick. 
And so I would be forced to go and lie down, which is not the way to deal with your nervous system. And if I was doing the daily practice, it would mean I'm not reaching that overwhelmed state and therefore not needing to resort to illness in order to try and calm my nervous system. So I realised that it wasn't that I was avoiding hard or unpleasant work, which is often the surface level understanding. When I went deeper, I realised it was to treat or combat overwhelm. So when I realised that that's what the prison guards were doing for me, that awareness means I don't necessarily need that protection anymore. Because remember, they're just trying to keep you safe. And here's the current time reality which I told my prison guards. I'm actually great at self-care. I enjoy time off. I enjoy play. And I'm actually not afraid to fail. It's good learning. And over the last few years since I've started my own brand, oh, the learning curve has been steep, but it's been so rewarding. And the overwhelm is not there because the work is hard or because I can't do it or because I'm not good enough. It's none of that. It's because I've let overwhelm overtake my nervous system. So now I'm giving those prison guards a new role. They're going to be my bodyguards. They are going to now guard my day. I'm going to check in a little bit more frequently during the day as to my overwhelmed status and calm my nervous system, even if I may not be feeling consciously stressed. But sometimes just having a lot on your plate, a lot to do, plus you add the collective stress that is out there, that does not help our general emotionscape or mindscape. And so we think we're okay, but what's happening is our nervous system is being wound up like a spring. So I hoped sharing that helped you. I guess the, the key things to take away from this is that we are experiencing collective fear around the globe, around health, around money, around security, and around our freedoms. And entrepreneurs or business owners, self-employed, we already have the pressure of income and security and visibility and worth and value. And as a woman, we encounter the inherited pressure of, you know, don't stand out, don't be independent. And on top of this, there are learned habits of protection to keep me safe. Self-awareness and a daily practice to regulate the nervous system is essential. It's self-service, not a luxury. And we can't be productive without it. So when you hear people say, you've got to meditate every day, or you've got to journal every day, or you've got to have a 5am routine every day, please take the methodology out of it. Find a a method, a system, a tool, a practice that works for you, do it a few times a day to regulate your nervous system and get into that parasympathetic state where you're calm and you can oppose and you can bring down that, that, well, those emotions when they raise up, you can process them properly, let them flow and then bring back down. Everything just works so much better. Our physical body, our organs and our use of time. So my biggest obstacle to productivity absolutely wasn't what I thought. So I'll get back to you and let you know how I go. I'll see you tomorrow. Hey, can you do me a favor? I've got three things I'd love you to do. Number one, pause and hit subscribe right now. Then number two, share it with someone you know that needs to hear this. And number three, go and write me a review. Yeah, it's a bit of a hassle to go find what to do, but it's really worth it to get the message out. And then finally, 
set a goal to go for a daily walk and listen to this podcast because the faster we can share this message, the greater the benefits. Thanks for listening and I'll see you tomorrow. Bye.